0: Welcome in and thank you for joining me. You are tuned in to keepthechange.co.nz. Another week of learning. Well done. We're up to week number 20. Money mail number 20. You're about to get taxed. Yuck. Doesn't sound very good, does it? Let's dive into this one and see what that's all about. 20 weeks in and I have come up with some bad news. Taxes are going up. No matter who ends up in government, Taxes will go up somehow, some way. We've created too much money to get us through the pandemic, and we still aren't really through it yet. This was back in, when would this have been? 20 weeks in, maybe five months into June, July, August, June, maybe, just must have been just before the election. So if you want to do something really hard, take your political glasses off, please. Now put your math glasses on. Let's look at tax rates going up to 39% for those people who earn above $180,000. So the government had just announced, the Labour had announced, sorry, that they were going to raise tax rates for those that earn above 180000 uh, if they were to be re-elected, to which, of course, they were very, very easily after being on TV every day and drumming up plenty of attention, which we'll learn about in following episodes as well. So it's expected to affect 2% of New Zealanders and forecast to generate $550 million of revenue a year. If we've borrowed $14 billion for a wage subsidy to pay out to around 1.7 million Kiwis, do you really think $550 million is going to be enough tax to repay that? And that's just the wage subsidy. It's probably something you've never thought about, and that's part of it. We say things like, it only affect 2% of Kiwis, so that 98% of people instantly don't care. But we do need to care, because we can do math. With our dirty dog math glasses on, our quick math tells us 550000000 million won't do shit. We also need to be mindful of what this does to our scepticism of those two percenters too. Oh those rich, rich bastards, they don't need any more money. Who cares, I'll never earn that. Good job, they deserve it. Well hang on, us keep the changes know that one in five households earning $150,000 or more said they only just had enough or not enough money to live on. The people who hate on the two percenters do so because they are quitters. It is at this stage that some people unsubscribe from money mail due to how confronting that is. Quitters. Yes, quitters. We get conditioned that being a two percenter is so unattainable. We quit on on trying altogether and we start to hate on those people instead. It almost sounds like a bad idea, doesn't it? More tax become more hated by other Kiwis. Great. We should be embarrassed that only 2% of our nation makes $180,000 or above. We are living with dinosaur thinking in a tech world, and it's limiting our own possibilities and making us quit. We all now have a thing called the internet, which has fundamentally changed the world and the economy. Who's teaching our kids to generate YouTube revenue, to make a product in China and sell it in America, returning the profits to New Zealand, to work online for international companies, to to sell to billions of people, not millions? You need to be so careful hating on these people or thinking that these tax changes will fix things. Firstly, they cripple people's mindset about earning and that high earners are alienated when we already know most of them have nothing to show for it anyway. Then you become blind to the fact you'll be taxed yourself anyway. It's coming. And for you and I, it might not be an increase in income tax rates. It might be a tax on your KiwiSaver increase, a capital gains tax, a tax on property that you hold. The hidden tax is prices going up too. That's how every one of us will be taxed. Your income stays the same, but your costs go up, leaving you with less money in the hand. What did you just learn? Well, don't hate on the two percenters. You'll end up teaching your kids to do the same thing. Just like you and I, these people are paying for our hospitals, roads, and helping repay the wages that 1.7 million Kiwis received. And we now... Um, and we know that their pay cut increases in tax isn't going to cut it. We're all in this together and we will all be taxed somehow, some way. Accept it and make a plan. Activity When higher taxes come, will you be surprised or will you have already dealt with it? Do you find yourself hating on high income earners? What good does that do for you? Righto. You can take the dirty dogs off and get back to your Friday. Go well out there, Luke. P.S. You're one of 1,642 recipients. There are 21 people working through Keep the Change Night School. Did you know someone recently paid the government to hold their money for 40 years? You you, You know how you put spare money into the bank and expect to earn interest? This money went into the bank and the government guaranteed to give it back in 40 years time minus a little bit. Join Keep the Change Night School, be financially bulletproof. Enroll here, keepthechange.co.nz forward slash night school. Please consider supporting us to spread the knowledge. Send this email to a friend. There is a lot in there. Um, I actually hadn't read through that before reading it, as you could probably tell, and almost tripped myself up with a few of the points that were in there. And I think there's quite a bit that we could cover. So this was uh, just before elections, and I guess I was thinking as I was reading this, because so much of this has already kind of played out. Um, and what are we? At the time of recording this, this is May 2021. The time of sending that email must have been around September 2020. So since then, the we've got inflation. Uh, well, things are getting more expensive, and people are saying that we've had increase in the cost of housing. So that's effectively a type of inflation. Your house that you want becomes further out of reach and more expensive. So that's a form of a tax. You can't reach it with the money that you have. Uh, and then of course those property investors did get taxed too. They said right we're going to not allow you to claim your uh, interest which will remove an expense that keeps people's profit down which tax gets calculated on. So that will have an impact over time. Then we also changed the bright line rules to say that if you're buying and selling property within 10 years you'll need to pay a, a tax on that gain if it's not your main home. So we've already... And of course, Labor got in, and so those high, high income earners, the two percenters that we shouldn't hate on, they're going to get taxed at 39% for their income above 180k. And you understand the progressive New Zealand tax scale and system because you've learnt about that in a prior lesson. So you know that not their full income will be at 39%, it will just be the income above 180,000. A lot to unpack here, and What I was trying to get at for people to understand is that that $550 million that the two percenters are going to generate and pay, it's not going to do anywhere near enough for the amount of debt that we have to repay as a nation. And now there's arguments about whether we will or won't actually repay it. uh, But even if interest rates go up dramatically, our governments will be impacted by those two because they've got debt, so they need to pay the interest on those. So we don't want to have too much debt. Because if interest rates do rise, then they start getting charged a large amount of interest and they um, chew up tax money that they're collecting to pay down that interest. So the the problem is going to be the level of debt that we have and how that plays out. And what I'm telling people to start thinking about is that over time, you're going to be part of the solution too, every single one of us, to – actually clear this debt if we decide to or if that becomes what we need to do we will all be asked in some way to contribute to that tax take because simply taxing 2% of the population earning over 180 grand a year and collecting that extra income it's not going to be enough to get rid of the snowballing debt that we do have so then we start having a crack at the property investors and I think that that it won't stop there. We'll have to continue to tax more people. I do think that there is a big distribution of wealth coming up over the next couple of decades and that we'll see boomers, I'm not using that term derogatorily if that's the word, they are obviously going to shift their wealth down a generation and I think that that transfer of wealth will be taxed in some way, shape or form. So say they've worked hard their whole lives and they've built up uh, $10 million of assets and they're going to pass that down to the next generation, I think that there will be some form of tax on intergenerational movement of wealth. And I don't know how I can sort of predict that, I can just see that as being probably something that a lot of people will get in behind because... There won't be, there'll be more people that won't be in that scenario in terms of getting that payment, getting that wealth passed down through families than will be. So those people will vote or or will accept, yes, that should happen. Why should all of a sudden that generation just get $10 million that they can just then go and buy houses with and do all these things? Yeah, there should be some sort of tax on that. And people will get around that and go, Yeah. Like that, that seems fair. They don't need $10 million. Why should they? So, I can see that that may be uh, a way that we will try and figure out how to collect more in tax and pay back some of these things that we've had to borrow for. Uh, but again, I'm just purely speculating. So, the two key messages from this are not to hate on that 2%. And when you see these major announcements that come in, for taxes, even though you don't care about taxes, just know that it's not going to fix everything because you can't make massive, massive, massive tax changes that impact a number of the population because there's too much backlash and you risk upsetting them, losing your votes, um, losing people's confidence and things. So when we change tax laws and impact people, we have to pick off little pockets of people and go, right, we can not lose too many votes by doing this, because we're not impacting the majority, we're only impacting a pocket. So even if you every person that earned over $180,000 said, I can't believe this has happened, I am not voting for whatever party it is, and I'm trying to be very political neutral here, like whoever brought this rule in, it's just math, right? 2% of people would go, okay, if they said, look, I'm not going to vote for whoever the, the person is that changed the rule... Uh, again, it wouldn't matter because you would have the other end of the people going brilliant. You know, those people. Of course, those people should get to pay two percent. I'm get charged a higher tax break, uh, rate. I'm gonna. I'm, I'm now going to change my vote and I'm going to vote for that party that brought that in because brilliant. Like right, they're, they're trying to do something about this. So instead of getting caught in the weeds of all that stuff and this red versus blue and whatever all that bullshit, I always think okay. Pull yourself out of the political piece and the voting piece and look at the math. Look at the actual data. Okay, so 2% of people are now going to contribute $550 million more a year in taxes for all of us New Zealanders to benefit from and they'll have less in their pocket, but that'll help us pay down some of our debt and pay for some of the things that we need to do in the economy. Hmm, well, we've borrowed $14 billion to pay out a wage subsidy. Shit. Shit. It's going to take us a long time to pay back that wage subsidy alone, isn't it? So try and look at whether these things are actually going to make these big changes that sort of the media explain or everyone's like, oh, did you hear about that rule changing and oh, all that's going to that's gonna change the game and you can't claim interest on your property anymore. That's going to crash the housing market. Like That's people getting irrational, buying into all the information that comes out, not actually understanding, okay, how many people... Do these changes really impact? And what's the point of hating on these people? And we've talked about that before, so we don't need to get too far down that rabbit hole. But, you know, it's not going to do anything for you by getting stuck hating on them or thinking, yeah, ha you've got to pay more in tax now because ultimately taxes are coming for all of us because we've gone probably too far in terms of the amount of debt. And again, just my opinion, I hope uh, that I'm wrong but it doesn't look like it and to have this email proved right within less than 12 months in the form of uh, inflation which we've seen across financial assets and things that you pay for and new taxes for the property industry in the terms of Brightline and removing interest deductibility which therefore increases profit and the eventual tax that someone has to pay on that rental property, it's, it's already happening And it's not going to be enough, and so we're going to have to do things that do make it enough. So I do think that in time, and yesterday we had the budget for 2021 for the next financial year, that very easy budget to get through, but I do think major changes will come as we go, and we should all just accept that that's probably going to be a part of it. So you want to be staying on the front foot and trying to figure out, okay, what could I be doing differently or what am I thinking about again going back to your eventual goals that you want to achieve and studying when these changes do come out okay what things could I do differently and surrounding yourself with people that do understand this stuff so that you can continue to stay ahead and not just be reactive or asleep to the changes that get brought in and I do understand that it's not going to excite many of you And that's why this is a a bit of a longer and tougher episode to get through and, and, and swallow. But the reality is that we'll get taxed to the day we die. So if we do have some sort of level of understanding of it, then at least we can stay rational when these things happen and we can ask people around us that may be a little bit more into this stuff than we are and figure out what they think and then make decisions based on what we want for the rest of our lives. Right, thank you for tuning in. Bit of a grunty one there. Uh, we finished off by saying as well in the PS there that basically uh, someone recently paid the government to hold their money for 40 years. So what that means is that someone had been had, someone had given money to the government and would get it back in 40 years, minus a little bit. So they're basically doing that to protect their money because they, the interest rates get to a point where people think, oh... We might go negative, and so they're buying certainty in the future that hey, if I give you this ten million dollars, you'll give me nine million nine hundred and ninety thousand dollars back, and I'll only lose ten grand. But at least I'll still get that money in forty years. So very, very interesting. Uh, hasn't happened for a very long time, and it was just sort of coincided with that week's lesson, and I thought that was quite interesting because we're all used to seeing money go into the bank and then them paying us interest at the end of it because they want our money. This is the other way around. We're paying for certainty that we'll get that money back at a future date. All right, we'll see you in week 21. As always, if you've enjoyed this or if you think it can help somebody, pass it on. Feel free to get them to sign up to the weekly money mail, keepthechange.co.nz. Put something on your social so that we can see that you're listening. See you next week.